Well, welcome back to the studio. Paul W. is on vacation, so it's taken two of us to cover his talent. This is Mark J. Hollis. To my right, I'm Daniel B. Gilbert, and we're honoring the middle initial of W. all day today, seeing what everybody's middle initial is. So our guests, whoever they may be, you know, the A-plus list of guests continues, Mark. Here we go. We've got Mike Tarico. You know him well. Ann Arbor resident. One of the country's most revered sports broadcaster for many, many years. Golf, racing, and other other sports he's been part of. And the one thing everyone says about Mike, when somebody mentions his name, this is true. Oh, Mike Trico, oh, nicest guy ever. Nicest guy ever. That's what people say when, when your name comes up, Mike. So we're honored to have you here this afternoon. Got a bunch of questions for you. Well, I am ready to roll with those questions, and I'll uh, I'll right. throw my middle initial T in there to uh, and what, honor. What's the uh, T what stand for? Doing? The T is for Todd. So okay. uh, So so we will uh, we will follow on what you're doing. It's great great to hear your voice, Dan and Mark. It's so so good to be with both of you. It's uh, it's great to have you guys uh, at the microphone here in the middle of the day on WJR. Well, thank you, Mike T. Tarico. <laughs> I love it. Mike, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're lucky to have, you know, one of the great voices, as Dan mentioned. Uh, I, I've always said I just would love to follow along on your journey as you travel and navigate the world, bringing sports into the to the living room, sports bars, and anywhere folks want to watch whatever the sport is, NFL and beyond. Most important to this this audience, you are so passionate about Michigan, about Detroit. Um, where does that passion resonate for Mike Tirico? Well, it, it, it's a great question, Mark and Dan. Um, you know, this is my uh, state-in-law, my city-in-law, if you will. Uh, I married into being a Midwesterner. I grew up in the Northeast in New York, and my wife is from Trenton, from Downriver, and we moved here about 25 years ago. And our kids were uh, born and raised here. Our family has uh, called this area home for quite some time. And you know, after growing up in a big city in New York, as as big as we have in the country, there was such a sensibility and a good soul to the people here that you connected with it right away. And I really enjoy that about the Midwest in general and Detroit specifically. And and when we got here, you know, things things were not in the best best situation. But I've always heard from my wife and from family of how much. They love the city and how vibrant the city was. And then you do the research and you know what Detroit was all about. And uh, thanks to some great people like Dan, thanks to great ownership in sports as well, all through the area with all of our teams downtown. But downtown has come back and downtown is alive. And there's a, a we, we can do it. We can do it in a good way, spirit that is infectious. And that's part of the reason I've fallen in love with Detroit. It's the people, it's the place, and it's, just that goal that we're going to work hard and be better. And uh, that's what Dan has done with the companies for all these many years. And you know, now people see the word rocket all over the country, sports and otherwise, and they, they know, they know what it stands for. Right. And uh, that's a little bit of a parallel of what Dan's impact has helped the city of Detroit do and, and getting here when things weren't that great to see some good days, some ups and downs, but mostly days where we're looking forward and, and climbing in the city and the surrounding area. That, that that is the root of my love for this area 
and uh, what what everybody does here on a regular basis. Well, Mike T. Speaking of golf, I mean, you're one of the you've been on the biggest stages of golf for many many years, and I, I know you know about what's going on with the Ryder Cup. So, what is the problem? I shouldn't say problem, but why can't the Americans win on European soil? No, you said it right, Dan. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. The European side finds a way to win in the U.S. Uh, more often than the Americans do in Europe. I think there is – let's just take this part of it. The European guys love being a part of coming together for the Ryder Cup. Uh, it's kind of us against them because it's so many different countries represented. And I think you also see with just some of the stuff that's come out of some of the issues that some of the players have had here along the way that there's a little bit of that cohesiveness lacking when the U.S. team comes together. And in the golf specific, and let's just get to that, because all that other stuff, as you know, Dan, with the Cavs and all the other entities you're around, we can talk a lot about what we think is perceived in a locker room or what we think is perceived as a culture in a company. But it actually comes down to executing. And the Europeans, when the Ryder Cup is in Europe, set up the golf course just like we do when it's in the U.S. They set up the golf course so it's tight and there's a lot of rough. And it takes out of the hands of the Americans what they do best is hit it far, but not necessarily straight. And that golf course last week in Italy was set up perfectly for those European players. And they played to it. The Americans didn't have a lot of wedges into par fours and the Europeans took advantage of it. So credit to them for that. But I know we've got the players. We just got to find a way to connect with everybody to get, I, I think if Tiger was ever the captain over in Europe, I think that might be the one thing that gives the U.S. a chance to finally get a win on European soil. Mike, Dan had a a vision to bring a PGA Tour event to the city limits of Detroit to have a positive impact. You know all the reasons. Your opinion on how the Rocket Mortgage Classic has elevated within the city and and achieved many of the aspirations that Dan had when when having that vision. I mean, off the charts. Off the charts. Let's start with this. Just to the point you asked Mark earlier, and Dan, you've been a big part of over the last couple of decades. You know, when people got here, PGA Tour players, you guys know this. What, what word have they passed along to their fellow peers on the tour? Guys, if you go to Detroit, you're going to have a great time. They treat everybody so well. It's a great atmosphere. Fans are great. You'll have an enjoyable weekend. Bring your family. Do stuff around town. Uh, it's one of the rare events that's not in the suburbs. It's in the city. A lot of the players stay in the city, almost all of them. And it really connects, right? So, so that's different right there. But the other part, which is, I think, the biggest accomplishment of this, two big accomplishments of this event. One, it's had a different challenge every single year, whether it was getting started on short notice or COVID or post-COVID with limited number of fans of, uh, in the stands and last-minute planning that Mark helped steer with a great group of people. Uh, or the date is different. And you know what? Every year it seems to work, and people walk out of there with a smile. You watch people leaving Detroit Golf Club, they leave with a smile, and that's great. And the other part is the true legacy it leaves. Miles from the golf course, just a few miles from the golf course, there are people who have Internet access, who have seen the digital divide bridged, which is so important in our country and how we do economy, how we do education, and that's because of this tournament. So right there you walk or drive a mile outside the gates, two miles outside the gates, you see places and people impacted by having that tournament there 
the last four years. That's a wow for me, and uh, I think hopefully that's part of a bigger part of the legacy of Dan and everything done in Detroit as all the big buildings. And all We've got to go. We just have a, a few seconds left, but i got one more question for you. Yes. Yes, what sir. do we have to do to get another Ryder Cup back to Detroit? I mean, I know that we, we've had it at Oakland Hills, right, a couple times. Or Yes, we have. Oakland Hills has a relationship with the USGA, so it's going to be hard to do it with the PGA of America who runs the Ryder Cup. Uh, but, man, that would be something, because I think the last one there was pretty good. It would be something to do that, that's for sure. Hey, we're going we're gonna to show people with all the NFL games coming here, especially playoff games and the draft, that this city can yeah. do it as well as anybody. So let's hope sometime soon. Sounds good. Thanks for thanks for coming on our show, Mike T. Dan, thanks for all you do. We appreciate it. Same to you, Mark. All the best, guys. Tell me that's not the nicest guy. He is the nicest guy. Without a doubt. He stands up and does whatever it takes to bring events here and to make sure they happen at a very high level. All right. We'll talk to you soon, probably. And back to you, uh, Mark J. Yeah, we're going to take a break. And uh, you're listening to Focus with Daniel B. Gilbert. And we'll be back right after this break.